0: Hi, how
1: Japanese. Hello.
2: Hey. Hey. Hello. Ah, man, we're all back together. Welcome back, back together to a podcast. Again. Yay. Welcome ah. back to Bad Audio Podcast. Yep. Yeah. It should audio better.
0: Yeah, so we did get some <laughs> reviews lately. And most of them are very positive and say that the content is amazing. Awesome. But then some do mention that the audio quality is mixed. Some what? say it's bad. What? Um, and those people are terrible people because what they don't realize is that Tim actually speaks through a hole in his throat. Um, yep. After Whoa. chain smoking for 15 years.
2: Oh, I thought because it was more like... I TV literally so. smoked chain.
0: <laughs> kyle <Yeah. laughs> kyle's one of those bubble boys so you get,
2: that's actually true you nice.
0: get a little echo, you can get a little echo you have to accommodate for the echo, echo.
2: Mm-hmm. and
0: uh i just sound bad because i edit this podcast and so well
2: it's not even that i need to I, that overt- I need to have it i just really like i like the idea of running around in a hamster ball all the time i gotta be honest it's
0: nice it's safe yeah it's secure you yeah. always feel like you're on american gladiators Whenever you pee, <laughs> it just gets all over.
2: It oh. is it is a problem though. That is a oh, problem.
0: Every hamster, whenever you stick it in a hamster ball, the first thing it does is start running and then it pees. <laughs> it's always the worst.
2: How often have you done?
0: This? I babysit Do you- I, I babysat uh my cousin's hamster once. Not you that cousin. It?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not that cousin. Not this cousin, but a different no. one.
2: No. Tim, how many hamsters have you had?
0: None.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I wasn't the cousin. I know. <laughs> but yeah, hopefully this week the audio will be fantastic because I am recording in an empty room, wow. which is like the worst thing you can record in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I just moved. And so
2: I can't hear the new, the new in the background.
0: You can hear the new, the newness. Yeah. 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 Yes. That new that, sound. That new room sound. Yeah. That
2: new room sound so before the, cats get in there and destroy it.
0: Yeah.
1: It is this, It is hot in my
0: room, guys.
2: And in mine.
0: What's really cool is that Candace just painted this room, just finished painting this room about an hour ago. What have we said about <laughs> you and gases in closed spaces? Yes. So this will be the first time. And I you know, I had to close the window because cars are going by and stuff. You're Go
2: huffing ahead. paint during this podcast? Yes.
0: So this will be the first podcast where I'm high. You know what oh, the cool okay. part is?
2: that's literally not true you
1: know what the cool part is
2: <laughs> what's the cool part
1: the paint hasn't fully dried yet so all the words you're saying all the sound mm. vibrations are getting
0: stuck in the paint oh. and reserved for eternity for eternity yeah well, this podcast or, is becoming part of where i live
2: oh my gosh that's that's actually a i i mean i realize that it's like half true but yes that's awesome
0: yep and i'm sitting at a old coffee like a Kia coffee table that we had next to my Aww. thirty rock DVD collection. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm sitting like like Japanese like tea style. Oh, Tim, we that, get, to we have to
2: make this run as long as possible. So it's real comfortable. <laughs> yep, you okay. guys
0: are jerks.
1: <laughs> are you going to upend the tea table?
0: No, because there's a very expensive computer uh oh. on the tea well, table. you, you got
1: you gotta politely set the computer down
0: first. So this is a very like spring summary episode of we should know better with with the lawnmower going out in the back.
2: It is it is kind of nice. I do this is the thing though, like uh he is I can see it from here. He's loading the uh it, like it's a it's a gathering mower, like it collects the clippings. Yeah. And he's just loading them into the back of his truck. So it's like every ten feet, you know, because he hasn't mowed the lawn in a while. Yeah. Um, but I feel torn about this because I realize that this is a part of what I pay him to do, like as far as rent goes, Mm -hmm. but I always feel weird about, because I have been trained from a very young age that as soon as anyone's out in the yard, like working on yard work, I am supposed to also go out into the yard and help with the yard work. Right. Because that's what you do in my family.
0: Oh, he's trimming now, isn't he? Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, whoever thinks that our audio quality is bad, I could pick out, the difference between the mowing sound and the trimming sound. So Thanks. if that's not quality audio, I don't know what is.
2: It's not bad quality. It's just too good. It's just too good.
1: Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we recklessly endanger ourselves by hitchhiking around Wikipedia. I'm your host tonight, Tim, and with me as always is... Kyle. And Sky. All right. Uh, this is our 26th episode. Dang. So we've been doing this for about half a year, we just Dang. realized.
2: Yeah.
0: Almost. we are taking a couple weeks off, so. Off and on, yeah. Yeah.
2: Even so, that's still great.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And
1: frankly, I'm surprised that within these episodes, I have not yet done the topic that I am going to give you guys tonight.
2: I am really amazed that we have not hit any of the things that I think of when I think of Tim.
1: Yes, well, it's going (laughs) to change tonight. Kirby time.
2: Yep, (laughs) Kirby all day. Kirby to Kirby is what it's going to actually be. Because Kirby is the be all end all. You know, like, it's the beginning and the end.
1: The alpha yeah. and the omega. Yep. Actually, no, not Kirby tonight. Oh. It's something else. But for those of you who are joining us for the first time tonight, what we do here is we play something called the wiki
0: game.
2: <laughs> Hang on, guys. What is so funny about that? He's right beside my window. <laughs>
0: he's like looking at you, making you nervous.
2: <laughs> no, he's just like.
1: Right oh, the that is sounding creepy now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it does. It sounds like you're on a table.
1: So Kyle's landlord is uh, <laughs> inside of his house
0: right now, so it sounds like he has you on a table, and he has like a buzz saw like coming like up your nether region. wasn't
2: Expecting, he, he just expecting he was you to like, talk? Yeah, no, I, he I did not. I
0: did
1: die. not notice that the, the sound of a saw coming up towards someone's nether region was different from the sound of a saw going toward anyone else.
2: No, yeah. that, that's that's how it sounds. It's like it's exactly like that. <laughs>
1: it's like it's like wait, wait. No, no, nope. that's another region sound. Yeah, that's another region. That's not good. Oh.
2: that Net, another region saw. Yeah. All right, he's oh. on the back of the house if we right. would like to continue. <laughs> what we do? Yes. What, what well, do we do?
1: What we do is we start on a certain page on Wikipedia that the host chooses that night. And the players have to uh click on links jumping from page to page. Uh you can't use countries, you can't use the little notes at the bottom of the page, or anything like that, you have to get to a destination page. So tonight, I am going to start with one of my favorite things in the world, the red panda.
0: Oh.
2: oh. And we
1: are going to one of my favorite things to write with in the world, Kirby. No.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. He's well, seriously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like. It sounds Is he like giving you're you being, a haircut? <laughs> it sounds like you're being whisked away to another dimension. Yes. my
2: windows are closed guys hey, i'm
0: sorry i have landing. to go
2: yep. <laughs> my, my landlord needs me
0: <laughs> so you're saying you said red panda to ink
1: to ink yep ink. like ink in a bottle ink that you write with. right okay. with uh, tattoos are you made with red panda
2: <laughs> even tattoos that's basically uh, oh he's done guys he's done he just drove away
1: Great. Oh, good. Now we can start. Right. Now we can be Now we can be a podcast.
0: All right. So we're on Red Panda. We're going yep. to Ink.
1: Right. But first, we need to decide who's going to start
2: first. It's me. I'm going to go first.
0: No. Nope. Not this time, Kyle.
1: So I'd like to ask you questions that combine both the starting and destination pages. So tonight, I would like to ask and judge your responses on, <laughs> what would be the worst tattoo to get of an animal and where?
2: Oh
0: worst tattoo of any animal Mm -hmm. to get on any part of your body
2: see oh man Uh, like the the thing that i want to say is like because like any like the like the butterfly that you have on like lower back thing like that's like my initial reaction is something like that except that if you did like (laughs) if you make it bad enough you can turn it around and make it awesome
0: exactly that's my that's i just came up with a great idea but i i if it's so bad, it's great. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> I, I will, I will, I will definitely consider those. Okay.
2: All right. So <clears throat> I am going to go with a capybara doing a <laughs> doing a motorcycle jump across the Grand Canyon, like over your arm, like across your bicep. <laughs> oh,
1: and that's pretty cool. Yeah, I would have so- picked another place for it to jump a Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fine, I, uh, like across your chest. Fine. You
0: know, <laughs> yeah, no, <not> sure. <laughs> where, where is there a, a crevice on your body? <laughs> I'm not doing that,
2: guys. <laughs> not doing that.
0: All right, Sky, what have you got? <laughs> I've got, you remember in elementary school when Thanksgiving time <laughs> whoa, 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 would roll whoa, whoa, whoa. around?
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. And elementary school, what? <laughs> element, yeah. Elementary?
0: Elementary. What? Western New York. Did we just? Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I was gonna say, did we just find a regionalism? Oh, yes, I'm we sorry. did.
0: Yep. All right, elementary. Continue. Elementary. Maybe Ignore. it's maybe it's just dumb Pine Valley kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Continue. I'm remember sorry. Thanksgiving time? You'd put you trace your hand and you'd make a turkey. Yes. You just make a, a tattoo of that turkey on your hand.
2: Oh, my gosh. You just have a turkey hand? That's yeah, you just have a, a turkey thing. hand,
0: your thumb has a little beak and some eyes, and you just have, like, some colored feathers on your, your other fingers.
1: Would, would you have the tattoo, would you have the eyes tattooed, or would you have googly eyes?
0: You'd have googly eyes, like, implanted into your yes. thumb.
2: Hmm. Oh, that's and a funny time- idea. That's a really good idea, Sky. Oh, I my gosh. I wonder if done it. Someone do it? Not quite, but really close.
1: Oh wow! Wow, that that's is someone. Worse. That is a hand turkey tattooed <laughs> on someone.
0: That is somebody tattooed. Well, I'll, I'll have to show this in the show notes. But <laughs> there is a, there is a turkey tattoo on the man's back. Not even,
1: it's not even a turkey. It's a, that's a chicken.
0: That
1: oh a my chicken. gosh!
2: That's not. They didn't even do it.
1: The right. head is a chicken. The feathers are turkey. Yes. <sighs> and for some reason, this is brought to you today by the number two.
0: <laughs> it's so it's, weird.
1: So, oh Jesus, is hard because because skies is a is a conventional awfulness
2: mm.
0: that um,
1: has happened in real life
0: that's what my wife says yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah kyles is just an imaginative romp
2: and it would say something like but hey, yeah he didn't
1: pull the trigger he didn't go all the way with it so This is tough
2: could be like yeah no no i was being tasteful is what i was t-
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is not what we do here that's
2: that's actually a really good that's point not what <laughs> <you're thinking about. laughs> No, you're right. That's a really good
1: point. <laughs> I, um, I'll go with Kyle on this one. Oh,
0: man. Oh, man. Are you Ooh, serious? Capybara.
1: Yep. Just, uh, uh, Capybaras are, I mean, I could just, just imagining a Capybara on a on a bike.
2: No, just, because they're so chill.
1: Exactly. <laughs> just that expression of complete inner calm as the motorcycle flies through the air.
2: Yeah. Knowing
1: that Capybara is totally in control of its life. <laughs>
2: this is exactly where it wants to be it knows
1: exactly what it is doing
0: yes in my opinion that is just an awesome tattoo it's, yes it's not yeah. so bad it's good
2: it does need to have a <laughs> thanks guy it does need to have like some words or something like that i want to go with like hang tough but i i think that might be too easy i i Cap- don't know <laughs> no
0: cappy barrett question mark like can, like, can you bear it Oh, (laughs) Jesus! This awesomeness. Oh, I like it. Well, now, now Kyle does deserve. Well, no, I deserve to lose now. (laughs) All right, so Kyle gets to go first. Yeah. So we are on the
1: red panda, also known as the lesser panda, which you should never call one. And the (laughs) red cat bear. Red cat bear or red bear cat, whichever one you prefer. Both are fine. Cat bear. So Kyle, (laughs) tell me, tell me something I already know about red pandas.
2: They're really cute.
1: Yep. I know that they came to earth on a beam of sunshine.
2: <laughs> Did I tell you, I know I've told you guys the story of when I uh, was at a zoo a while ago and there, <laughs> there was a red panda that was that uh trainer was trying to uh, describe its habitat and describe its life, you know, life as they, as they go through the day uh-huh. and the red panda was trying to like come down to the tree to the trainer. And uh, she apparently like, uh, the trainer was talking about how sure-footed they are and how well they they, they <laughs> like run around in the trees and everything. And yeah. uh, she was holding up a little piece of food, or I guess it must have been, yeah, a piece of bamboo or something. <clears throat> and the red panda reached for it and missed, and just <laughs> fell six feet out of the tree.
1: <laughs> oh no!
2: Straight onto his head. <laughs>
1: That's oh Amazing.
0: It
2: just, oh oh, the poor thing. Like it just like it was just like this little like. Sound. <laughs> Oh. oh no. Well, I mean it was dirt. It was fine and it like tumbled around for a second and like looked really startled. And then it ran back up the train. Wow. <laughs> the well, whole time the trainer just did not but d- didn't even flinch. He was just like, "Oh, oh, it looks like she lost her footing a little bit today. I guess she'll be all right. She's fine." She'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they call in a code blue. <laughs>
1: no, no, it is all right because um, when the panda fell it fell on its on its wazum, and of all the creatures on this earth, pandas have the fuzziest wazums. Uh.
2: <laughs> the fuzziest wazums. Able was,
1: to able to absorb impacts.
2: It was so cute. I can't even describe. Oh, I'm so clumsy,
1: clumsy. YouTubers. Yes. Balls.
2: <laughs> I'm really sad. I didn't. I wasn't recording it yet. <laughs> but uh, it was really cute. And <clears throat> all right, so I'm going to walk right into this into this panda trap. Is it? <laughs> Is the red panda a panda or a raccoon or a bear?
1: It is. It is its own thing, Kyle. What? It used to be uh, considered uh, in the bear family with the panda. And it used to be considered uh, in the family that raccoons are in, whatever that is. That garbage (laughs) rummaging family. (laughs) Wow. Um, But but since then, scientists are like, whoa, this thing is entirely too special and awesome to be stuck with any other animal on this earth. It is now its own thing.
0: It's like the animal version of the guy who lives in the basement of his parents' house.
2: Oh, man. And he's
0: like 35. Exactly. It's trying so hard, though. And eats potato chips. (laughs) (laughs) And falls out of his chair every once in a while. But it does
1: it so cutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They are. They're always cute.
2: Yeah. It's very cute. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. They, They do just look like really big raccoons to me, though.
0: So they're really endangered, right? And is that just because of a low birth rate, pretty much? And that they die all the time <laughs> Fall out they, of trees. wow <laughs> falling out of trees <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're they're not as bad at reproducing as the giant panda is
0: oh they don't even know how man
1: they don't they i know they don't need videos showing them how to do it how yeah. does
0: that work yeah giant pandas need video like they show giant pandas videos of giant pandas getting it on in order to remind them how to do it
2: don't understand why that is like how do you forget how you if nobody what?
0: told me i don't know if i'd ever figure it out <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what that's a fair point i don't know <laughs>
1: um but in in the in the in captivity though uh the success rate for panda bursts is actually about 50 percent oh so about half of all uh panda cubs giant or red panda cubs that are born in zoos uh do die Ooh. so that's why it's important to i guess keep reading them and roaming them like They move them around a lot. They just try to keep things um, mixed for a higher success rate.
2: Now, weren't they? um, Now, I mean, we always think of them as being a generally Asian animal, but haven't we found them here in the U.S. as well?
1: That's a good question, Kyle. This all sounds planned, but it's not.
2: (laughs) No, I am. (laughs) I am actually curious about that one.
1: At the, I think it's the Gray Fossil Site. I'm sure it's in here, in Tennessee. Yep, the Gray Fossil Site in Tennessee. They have found. Ancient uh, red panda parts.
2: Wait, like, wait, parts? (laughs) Yes. Like someone brought half a red panda with them Mm -hmm. and just left it?
1: No, I mean, it was there.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Um,
1: In 1977, a single tooth of uh, the extinct red panda, Periolus anglicus, um, a predecessor of the current red panda, was found in Washington. Wow. And uh, also found Mm -hmm. in Europe. And in 2004, a tooth from a red panda species never before recorded Whoa. in North America was discovered I, at the Gray Fossil Site in Tennessee.
2: I think I remember you talking about that. Before.
1: And if you look at some U-Haul trailers, they will have that on there. It is uh, essential information.
0: OK, I think I found a, a fact here that you can't know okay.
2: about red pandas.
0: Yeah, red pandas can taste artificial sweeteners such as aspartame, and they're the only non-primate known to do so i like, told totally knew that you did how do we know yes. that is that just because you read this page i know
1: no i knew that i read like wow. the article when it, it first appeared so, i am, I have a sickness guys i'm sorry
2: wait so did you write this article
1: no no i did not write this article <laughs> i actually follow the term red panda on google news
2: what yeah so, tim's, so i keep
1: up to date with all the red panda news
2: tim's <laughs> wow
1: um under domestication it's a very short uh, paragraph but the tag above it says uh this article or, sec- or section appears to contradict itself about whether these animals are kept as pets. Well just okay. because because people want to will it into being that's why. Uh,
2: how are they not kept as pets? Don't do they?
1: Okay here's here's the paragraph because the red panda is considered a very attractive animal.
2: Super attractive. And
1: it's not much larger than a house cat. It would seem to be ideal for a pet. Despite this and reports of Indira Gandhi keeping red pandas as pets when she was a child, widespread adoption of these animals as pets has not been reported.
2: Well, that just means they're not reporting that.
1: It's not reporting, but it's also yeah. sort of making an argument that, hey, why don't we have red pandas as pets? They're oh. very attractive. They're not much larger than house cats. Indira Gandhi might have had some. <laughs> you,
0: can mean, yeah, <laughs> you can feed them aspartame. Yeah,
1: feed them
2: aspartame. Bamboo and aspartame.
1: That's- you can just... Just have little equal packets in your pocket It just take out and just, you know, sprinkle on them.
2: I mean, really all you have need them is... Those. They'll
1: stick their tongues out and they'll just try to laugh at others. <laughs> like they, they'd be adorable. Oh, no. Okay, they okay, they Kyle. Out <laughs> out the, with window. the red pandas. I'll tear yeah,
2: away. You just need one of those. <clears throat> you just need one of those little um, cat exercise trees and they'll just hang out up there all day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so where would you like to go, Kyle?
2: So when I'm looking through here for something that gets me to ink... My, my initial reaction is to go to the physical characteristics of the red panda, uh, uh, go with camouflage here. They, oh. There's a link here. Uh, their long, bushy tail oh. with six alternating yellowish-red transverse ochre rings provides balance and excellent camouflage against its habitat of moss and lichen-covered trees. You would think that that doesn't actually work because they hang out in green space all the time.
1: Well, they, they they want to be kind of hidden, but they also want
0: people to see them because they're adorable. <laughs> this is also might be why they just get ate all the
2: time.
0: <laughs> Maybe, <yeah>. Maybe, Maybe.
2: <laughs> so I am going to click on camouflage.
0: Wow, Well. There's there's this whole section on local names and um and do you know what the Japanese call the red panda? Oh no, I didn't even think panda? about that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They call the red panda the wrestler like, panda. Like panda. The wrestler panda. The rest. Ressa Panda, which is panda. a transliteration of English is lesser panda. You would think no. that the Japanese being so close to China and Nepal would have a name for the red panda. But apparently, no, they need to piggyback off of English. Sure. So, yeah, I am going to click on Japanese to get no. the Japanese language. Oh, oh, I think I see mm. where you're going.
2: I really thought you were going to go to with India for India Inc. Was, is India in there?
0: probably and that's probably a better idea.
2: But sorry. But it's a country.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't oh, go to right. India. Oh sorry. Yep. There wow. is Japan in there and I can't click on Japan.
2: Ooh, obviously. You're so. missed for me. Mm-hmm. Um so camouflage then. Uh <clears throat> camouflage. I'm,
1: oh sorry, I I can't find the page.
2: What? Camouflage.
1: I can't yes. find it.
2: I'm not right, seeing Tim, it. I'm not <sighs> talking to you. Boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good job. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Uh, camouflage is the use of any combination of materials, coloration, or illumination for concealment either by making animals or objects hard to see or by disguising them as something else. Uh, I mean, lots of animals use camouflage. And uh, they give a couple examples here as uh, leopards with their spotted coat and um, the leaf mimic katydid's wings, but also our own camouflage with, uh, you know, uh, They refer to it as the battle dress of a modern soldier, which I realize is not uh, not literal, but I kind of wish was. (laughs) Um, So there is a lot of really cool stuff as far as uh, camouflage goes. This makes me think of um, hmm, uh, I just heard about an artist who has been has been designing um, ah, here we are has been designing uh like camouflage and things like that for um for uh like anti-recognition or facial recognition software and things like that. I, the guy's name the artist's name is um Adam Harvey, that's it. This stuff is super weird but it's kind of awesome. Uh wait, that's not this isn't right. Related projects oh no i ah man i can't find it now and i'm really i'm really upset because this is this is cool stuff this Uh, is
1: this is an interesting page
2: it it is actually pretty cool stuff i mean it's it's
1: like it's half animals and it's half wartime tactics
2: well because it's both things
1: yeah Uh, which is cool
2: (laughs) because animals are naturally good at it and we had to kind of adapt to that anyway uh, they actually talk about some of the earliest, uh, as far as as far as military use, because we all, re- all know how animals can do this. But as far as military use, um, you can find, uh, they talk about here, that in the uh, Gallic Wars, um, Julius Caesar sent his re- recon boats to go gather intelligence. And the way that he did that, so that they did not get noticed, was to paint the entire ship in blue-green wax, including the sails. Ropes and crew.
0: What? Yes. Wow! Sweet.
2: Yes. Like he went all that way, like not messing around. Uh, but then we also have, as as far as like even just something as little as just dressing in green uh, to blend in with the with the um, with the background or with the your surroundings. Uh, they even talk about how in what is it World War Two where they where they were dealing with some desert. Yes. Uh, some desert situations where yep. North where Africa khaki, that's where they decided oh. that, that that that's how you make yourself invisible.
0: That's where they c- that came up. huh?
2: And that's where we start thinking of that as, you know, it, that's a military color for us because that was the new color that you had to use.
1: It was the new hot color
2: of war. <laughs> of war. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of really cool things as far as that goes. Um, there are multiple types of, uh, uh, of camouflage, and they actually describe it as – they have two different words for it, and I did not know there was this. But they have uh, – making, making yourself hard to see is crypsis, C-R-Y-P-S-I-S.
0: Oh, OK.
2: And then disguising yourself as something else is – Oh, my gosh. Mimesis?
0: I know
1: Exactly what Sky is thinking right now.
0: That's where it comes from. In Netrunner, there is a virus icebreaker program that basically can break any three of the types of ice that you encounter. Usually an icebreaker can break one, but it can break any of the three as long as you kind of take the time to power it up. And so it's like it's, it's it can disguise itself as any of these three types to be able to get through the, wow. the ice. So that... Wow. Okay.
2: Wow. That makes sense. That's kind of awesome. Uh, while you were <clears throat> while you were talking about that, <laughs> I did end up finding out <laughs> finding the guy. <laughs> oh, okay. It was, yeah, the artist is named uh, uh, Adam Harvey, and I'll I'll send this over to you guys. He developed a style of face paint. Uh, facial recognition software uses uh, particular ways of uh, noticing your the, the parts of your face to decide who you are. Yeah. He developed face paint that will, when worn, screw up the program.
0: Okay. It makes wow. your
2: face yeah, it makes your face look asymmetrical and uh a program will not be able to tell where your face is, like where your eyes are. Oh, I see that. This guy has also done some really awesome other stuff too. I have not been to this guy's page in probably two or three years, but it I remembered it because it is so cool. Uh he has a he has a uh pocket a little pocket protector for your cell phone. That is literally a black hole for cell service. So if you're afraid that someone might be tracking your phone, it blocks it all entirely.
1: Huh? What Uh, is this dude hiding from?
2: I don't know. Uh, he check out though. He also has developed relatedly camo flash, which is a handbag or some other small thing or small handheld item that you hold up. Uh, if someone's trying to take your picture, uh, and it is it has little beads basically embedded in the surface at just the right angle so that when a flash is put off anywhere near it, it makes a giant burst of light
0: Whoa.
2: to block yourself out of the photo. Right. Uh, so it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. Also, he developed a, a hoodie that covers your body, a body heat signature, like makes you invisible to a body heat. Uh, yeah.
0: Detection. Wow. Wow, yeah. Well, yeah. that's really cool, but yeah, it's a little weird. Dude, it's hardcore.
2: It's super awesome. I don't care if it's hardcore. <laughs> anyway.
1: So, yep, yeah, where would you like to go next? Oh, uh, there's a leafy sea dragon on this page.
2: I know, isn't it cool?
1: They are amazing.
2: They are They are really neat, but they do have a lot of other animals in here as well. Uh, They're
1: the, the most salad looking creature.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Closest thing to a living salad.
1: Yep. <laughs> Uh, uh i I'm, I'm guessing i can kind of guess i think what creature you're gonna go with next here.
2: what well, i don't because i'm don't.
1: seeing it on here i'm like oh man well,
2: I, I don't know what you're talking about i
1: oh
2: I, uh yeah i'm clicking on octopuses
1: oh man Oh, that is not the one i was expecting you would what go
2: what for. did you think i was gonna go with leaky dragon squid oh no well i mean six of one yes yeah. in, this, in this case <laughs> i mean they both make six it.
1: of one and
0: eight of the other <laughs>
2: actually that's true um they're both terrifying and i hate them both they're very scary
0: animals <laughs> one's terrifying because it's big and the other one has a beak
2: the yep. other one is small and and also wants to kill you yes mm-hmm. and um, kill
0: all our other octopi
2: <sighs> i can't even look at it okay i'm clicking right. on it and i'm closing the window so octopi- sky <laughs> help me out
0: so sky
1: are you learning japanese are you learning japanese do you really think so
2: hi <laughs>
0: gozaimasu Japanese. Welcome to iowa Sky Days.
2: Whoa! Wait, what just happened? Honto uh, Okay, Sky. All right, you're very intelligent. We understand.
0: <laughs> I, said, I said, I said, good morning. My name is Sky. <laughs> Can it be true?
2: <laughs> that's, that's all
0: I remembered. Awesome. Uh, oh, I said the the Desuka part. Yeah, Honto Desca. Yeah. Okay. Because
1: I, I remember that like when you're creating names uh, and stuff in Earthbound. <laughs> it says that when you
0: oh um, yeah it does choose it. yeah yep. Remember that now. sweet okay um, Japanese so Japanese it's a do you know what member of uh, language it is like a member of what language family spoken Japonic <laughs> what it's a member of the Japonic language which are and they include languages throughout the Ry- Ryuku is that Ryuku I think so I, I lean. so yep. yeah Um, these are closely related languages and they're commonly treated as dialects of the same language. So Japanese is often called a language isolate. So when we say Japonic languages, we basically mean Japanese. It's just different dialects. It's like saying American English, you know, is a family of languages and there's Southern dialects and Midwestern dialects.
1: There's, there's elementary, there's elementary.
0: Yep. (laughs)
2: Hmm.
0: Japanese has been the subject of more attempts to show its relation to other languages than any other language in the world, according to Martine Irma Robits um Whoa. which is kind of interesting. that is yeah. not a human name <laughs> linguists in the late 19th century first started being like what the heck's up with japanese um trying to fit it into languages <laughs> <Yes>. um <laughs> so, so, yeah exactly so, the, so they were jerry seinfeld yes <laughs> uh, at the fringe um some linguists have even suggested a link to indo-european languages like greek so, oh, dang. they're really? really reaching straws. There are two main uh, hypotheses here. Uh, there's a Korean hypothesis, which, you know, that makes it, sense. There's, that, a, there's some similarities Jack- between Korean and Japanese. Um, this was noted by Arai Hakuziski, maybe, in, 19, in 7, 1717. So this has been around for a while.
2: I would also like to point out that the Korean hypothesis is definitely a Jack Ryan novel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The idea received little attention until William George Aston proposed it again in eighteen seventy-nine, because William George Aston was probably a white English slash American man.
2: Was he the guy who came up with Daylight Saving Time?
0: No. But yeah, there's so just a bunch of and then a bunch of uh linguists kind of took over the idea and, and expounded on it. Um let's see, but there's no but there's no really definitive proof that the relation is there. Um, It says that historical linguists studying Japanese and Korean tend to accept the the genealogical uh, relation, while general linguists and historical linguists in Japan and Korea have remained skeptical.
1: It's kind of odd. I I always assumed that Japanese was just sort of lifted largely from Chinese.
0: Yeah, I kind of got that feeling, too, because especially like the kanji are, you know, part of their written language, Mm -hmm. like the symbols that they use for their their language, the characters are from Japan or from China well um, there might have been
2: some borrowing at some point in history too so it's yeah, possible totally
0: there's always borrowing right right Your english is german oh english. yeah it's very en- messy
2: english is borrowing i mean that's yep. just that's yes.
0: in all the senses of <laughs> language of <the> yeah language. <laughs> um and so here's why here's why people are are pretty skeptical of it because okay. the similar like they will there are some like word-for-word translations but those are from like the modern languages and that pre-modern languages, like pre-modern versions of the languages are are show greater differences. Right. So they're more different. And so um, according to Alexander Vivan, Vivan, I don't know, probably okay. French, um, he, his theory is that, you know, this is linguistic convergence rather than divergence saying that, you know, yeah. these things seem similar because as time passes, they're getting more similar. It's not that they derived from the same, the same, uh, the same like linguistic parents.
2: So we're, we're kind of treating it like confirmation bias in this case yeah. where we say like, look, this, clearly these things are the same because we call twinkies, are,
0: twinkies, Everyone yeah. calls twinkies, twinkies. And yes. like, yeah. That's because they're, they're them twinkies. Them. Yes. Crazy. There's also a, an a, Altaic hypothesis, which I think is Altaic.
2: Please say that has to do with Atlantic. Atlantic? I yes, think so. I really hope so. Um,
0: there's an Altaic family of languages, which are, include languages from Far Eastern Europe, so to Northeastern North Asia. So, yeah, I'm not really sure because that's not really the Atlantic, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no,
2: no, not like Atlantic, Atlantic. I hope they mean, like, Atlantic Atlantis.
0: Ooh, maybe. That would be cool. That's
2: what I thought you were saying, (laughs) because that's what I want. Yes. (laughs) But this
0: one has kind of gone in and out of fashion, I guess, over the, you know, the last (laughs) few centuries. Um, Man, and then, yeah, it just goes on to list a bunch of, like, specific dudes, you know, saying that this is what they think. Um, This was not as... (laughs) like the other one it seemed really interesting so i'm like oh this will be even more interesting cuz it's going to be more far fetched but um yeah it's just that there's a lot of skepticism over the relation to japanese and uh the altaic languages um mostly because there's a large number of unsuccessful attempts to establish genealogical relationships with japanese and other languages so opinions are polarized on this and some are just strongly convinced that there's a relation and others are convinced of the lack of one. So, it like it's, just, <laughs> so it's just people think this or don't think this.
1: Sounds uh, like we're making great progress. I mean, at okay. least
0: at least the Korean one's like, oh, it's because these words are similar. But this one's just like, yeah, it's probably connected. Eh, it's why not? It's just a very poorly, uh,
2: a poorly written
0: watched- section of this page, but... <laughs>
2: I didn't realize there was so much dis- uh, disagreement about their origin of the of the language. That's amazing. Well, Jap-
0: Japanese culture and everything that it entails is always weird because it was so isolation isolationist for a while. That's true. Yeah, and it's just you know, and the, the culture that you know resulted is so different from even a lot of the cultures that are around it. You know, I mean, Chinese and Japanese cultures are not anywhere near the same.
2: That's true. Um,
0: yes. but yeah, so. That, I just thought that that was interesting uh, on here, and I thought you and I, you guys would think it was interesting because, you know, we're all language peeps. Yeah. Um, but where I want to look is at the writing system. Um, <laughs> I, there is ca- calligraphy on here, but it is like a little box, and I don't think it counts. I don't think I can click on this. It's not That's a picture. It's like just a little list of different types of calligraphy, and it doesn't mention calligraphy anywhere in the actual um,
2: article. Oh, that sucks.
0: Yep. But, you know, it's always getting about, blocked. Oh, here we go. So, oh. uh, modern Japanese is a mixture of, or the write, the written Japanese is a mixture of three main system, kanji, which are characters of Chinese origin, which are used to represent both Chinese loan words into Japanese and a number of native Japanese morphemes. I don't know what oh, morpheme
2: sweet. is. Yeah.
0: It's a what drug it? you take when you're in pain. <laughs> Maybe. Uh,
2: that would be, that's it's multiple, it's where you take a... Uh, multiple like word sounds and you change them or use them to make different words like uh, uh not a compound word but you break it down a little further than that isn't it like you use the same roots for different for different things essentially oh
0: a morpheme oh yeah Duh, i remember this now it's the smallest grammatical unit of in a language
2: oh, so there we are. Yes. yeah
0: it's like it's like for us it's like syllables Ph. right yeah yeah or like not yeah you're right even it's just like yeah the, like the smallest sound you can make.
2: It's just like
0: yeah. It's just like exactly what you said. You had it. Thank you. Yeah. It's not. It's not even like yeah. It's like. It's like. It's uh. like. It's like. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Um. <laughs> and there's <laughs> there's also and uh, in addition to kanji there's two syllabaries, which is <laughs> hiragana and katakana and syllabaries are
1: <laughs> sounds like a messy
0: word a set of written symbols that represent the symbol the or a set of written symbols that represent the syllables uh which make up words so sure. you know in other you know, we don't do that in english but in other languages they'll take whole syllables and make symbols count for them
2: well technically i mean we use like the w would be one technically uh wasn't it? Wasn't oh, it originally? Yeah, yeah, wasn't it originally supposed to be um, like two letters anyway? Kind of. Uh, I think we so. Had, we yeah. had another. We had. A, we did have an actual letter like that yeah. a long time ago. That I think morphed into the ampersand.
0: Yeah, I think the closest that we actually have now would be saying like, like th, like your example is yeah. kind of like those are written together, and you know what the sound is, like even if you don't have a or, word attached to it. If you just see T H, you know, it's the th sound, right? Or
2: even more or even more base would be Q U. I yeah. mean, those letters are inseparable. Yeah. So.
0: Um, so yeah, that's, you know, we were talking about how there is, I guess that's how Chinese works into it. It's
2: this is the nerdiest. We, we, I think we have this reached pretty people. nerdy. Yeah. You
0: should, you should nerd
1: better.
2: No, we can't nerd any better than right. this. too.
0: <laughs> so we're, we're yeah, where are you going, Sky? <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm trying to get to writing and calligraphy. I'm gonna click on Chinese writing system. Oh,
2: pretty sweet. Because the I'm Chinese
0: looking... did calligraphy too, according to this little graph that I can't use.
2: And they used ink, I bet.
0: I hope Hopefully. so. Hopefully, <laughs> I think blood, I'm too far behind. The blood of their
1: enemies. <laughs> okay, Sky. Uh, not Sky. Kyle.
2: Okay, so octopus is terrifying in every respect.
1: It has three plurals
2: three plurals and there's octopuses,
1: actually octopi and octopodes i
2: love that there's octopodes um they have a description or in the in the actual uh article itself the usual plural in english is octopuses uh, they have a pronunciation in case you actu- in case you can't do that uh but the greek plural form octopodes is sometimes used though less frequently than in the past the form octopi, as if the word were a Latin second declension noun, is generally considered incorrect. There are hang on one, two, three, four, five, six citations after that. Uh, but wow. is it, yeah? Well, someone wants people to know. Uh, let's see, one dictionary, two dictionaries, uh, uh, an article, uh, another article. Another dictionary. Okay, three dictionaries and three uh, academic articles tell us that, it, that octopi is incorrect, it, but is in fact used so often enough that it is registered by the descriptivist Merriam Webster, a collegiate dictionary. Yay. Which, yay, descriptivist. yay,
0: descriptivist. Oh, I think super- I use octopi usually.
2: Yeah, well, then you, and if people understand you, then you're doing language right.
0: But Kyle, I don't feel like I'm better than anyone else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like here's the thing. Which oh, you, you use Octopi, Tim? What do you use?
1: I use Octopi as well.
2: I generally do as well. I feel like if I used octopodes, mm-hmm. that would be trying too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. I might I might be okay with using octopuses, but that just sounds strange. Um, okay, so uh octopuses are satan spawn and they have (laughs) (laughs) there is actually i I will say this i will say this they do have one really cute oh my gosh up close not so cute but uh they do have one kind of cute octopus picture here it's a baby one just a baby octopus yeah it has weird little fins on its head but it's really kind of cute uh
0: see that is terrifying it looks like a goldfish was in a car accident.
2: <laughs> oh. So, so, so get this though. Uh for as terrifying as they are, uh they only live a lot of them uh, have very short life expectancies. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, they I can. thought it li- was the opposite. So did I. Uh that they, they can,
0: were like big predators.
2: Yeah, yeah, apex predators of the sea. I just
0: thought that they would—they're like sea turtles or something, and they live forever.
2: Well, get this: uh, on average, they live as little as six months. Wow. Uh, larger species, uh, is, such—is that
0: the, just because of like their, they don't—they
2: don't say they don't give like a reason.
0: Like, so they don't give like the average like natural lifespan.
2: Uh no no they don't give an average uh, that would be useful.
0: Man, these things do seem clever.
2: But check this out. So they, live, they can live up to five years under suitable circumstances. Okay. Uh, but here's something very, like, hardcore. Uh, a lot of the females die shortly after their eggs hatch. Do you know why they die?
0: Because, because they don't get maternity leave?
2: Yeah, well, actually, that's pretty much it. They, they stop have- eating
0: no.
2: because they are caring for those eggs the whole time. they generally they will generally die of starvation by time the eggs hatch it takes it takes a month for those eggs to hatch and she does not leave them ever jeez um they have uh in in case you know this is not terrifying enough already that that's how hardcore these animals are by Uh the way they Uh will make sure their 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 eggs hatch or they will die uh but yeah they are they are very intelligent animals um They are uh, known to be able to learn very well. Some of them will actually use, and they've been noticed to use, like toys and things uh, to play with, uh, like catching and releasing them. They have a report here with with an article. Uh, Okay, they have even boarded fishing boats and opened holds to eat crabs. That yep. has that has a citation.
0: Just getting into your just magic, getting yep. into your house and just open Ugh. up your fridge. They have they have also disguised themselves as
1: humans and wooed our women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever want to see an octopus eye up close, uh, they're really scary.
1: Yeah, here's the hint: you don't.
2: You don't. I'm not even going to give it. I'm not even going to give you a picture because I don't want to look at it up close. Uh, <laughs> but but they can uh, they see in color uh, most of the time. Uh, which is impressive on its own. But uh, they also, as you would expect, uh, the sense that they have the strongest uh, ability to really make use of is touch. Uh, Because, yeah, of course they do. Uh, But here's something else that is super weird about that sense of touch. You know how the sense of taste is tied to smelling for us? Yeah. Well, the sense of touch is tied to tasting for octopus,
0: Oh man. Yeah, I think I knew that. All right. There's like yeah. another animal that I
2: that does that. And octopus's so suction weird. cups are equipped with chromo so the octopus can taste what it's touching. Is that
0: something it can like activate or deactivate, I wonder? Like I wonder if it's just always tasting sand.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't it does not specify, but still terrifying.
0: <laughs> it's terrifying. Um apparently but it, but it eats with its beak, right?
2: Yes, they it feeds itself that way. Yes. So I wonder
0: if it it's got to have taste receptors in its mouth.
2: I don't see why it would need it. I mean,
0: so it's, it like just feels it up and it's like, oh, this tastes great, and then I'm gonna eat it.
2: That's yep. probably exactly what it does. That's I weird. mean, it'd be well, weird.
0: I mean, like imagine being like, oh, this sandwich, and like feeling up the sandwich, and it's like, oh, this this tastes so good, and then well, having to no. like eat it and like, well, I don't taste it anymore, but I got to do this thing.
2: No, I was going to say, well, think about it. As an animal, all they really need to do is be able to eat. I mean, the food itself is not the, like, the experience of the food is not the thing that is important to the octopus. The eating is important. So as it's walking its way across the ocean floor, which is terrifying, by the way, a lot of them just crawl. They don't actually swim. I don't know. If you're only living for six months, I really think you'd swim. But... (laughs) Uh, yeah, it just crawls along the floor and if it finds something that it recognizes that taste and it's like, Hey, that thing really made me feel good. The last time I ate it, that taste was really, that, that thing was really good. I'm going to pry this thing apart and eat it. Um, but apparently they, uh, they, as, as you would expect, even though they have a great sense of touch, uh, they are not great at managing their arms very, uh, Det- with very detailed motions.
1: They're not good at hugs.
2: They're not good at hugs. Uh, according to this according to this article, the only way that it knows exactly what it's doing is by looking at it. Like it has to look at its arms to be like, all right, this one's over here. And that one's over there. Wow. And <laughs> I'm doing that. And I, th- oh, yep. It's that, doing it. It's doing it, guys.
1: <laughs> we, we, we know people like that. <laughs> whoa yeah they
2: actually have one in here uh as as intelligent as they are though um <laughs> like I, I mentioned that they've been found boarding boats to get food uh they actually have an image here of one using a shell as armor
1: oh cool wanted to talk about this one little thing i found um of the octopus and culture the hawaiian creation <laughs> myth uh, relates that the present cosmos is only the last of a series having arisen in stages from the wreck of the previous universe. And in their account, um, the octopus is the lone survivor of that previous alien universe.
0: I can totally make sense. That's, it that's,
1: absolutely makes sense. It's like this thing. Otherworldly thing. Yeah. yeah. This thing did not come from here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not, not arguing with that. This at all. thing
1: looks like it crawled out of the wreck of
0: another universe. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep um
0: lovecraft would agree
2: yeah uh guess what speaking of animals that people keep as pets we don't think that they keep red pandas but people keep these as pets though octopuses can be difficult to keep in captivity (laughs) that's what that's the opening sentence to that by the way just in case you needed to know how smart these things are yeah uh, those octopuses can be difficult to keep in captivity some people keep them as pets They often escape from supposedly secure tanks (laughs) due to their problem-solving skills, mobility, and lack of rigid structure.
0: Yeah, they they can like squeeze through
2: anything, pretty much. Uh, They basically don't have a skeleton. It says here some of them have like a like a a vestigial skeleton, uh, but it's just like the barest, barest of like shapes. It doesn't really have much of anything.
0: It's just a giant evil brain with legs. So, yeah, that's
2: exactly piece. what it is. Uh, and if that weren't terrifying enough, they can camouflage themselves. They're really good at it. Yep. Uh, I don't know if there's a video bumping around online that I'll have to find.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of those videos. Of, it's just so quick.
2: Oh, it's it's instantaneous. And, they, and the, the, I've seen one of, uh, I don't know how they trained the octopus to do it, but they had it run through like, 10 different animals back to back to back to back. And just the transformation was I I, I mean you would be you'd swear you were watching CGI, you know.
0: Yeah. So crazy.
2: Yeah. Anyway, one of the, if all of that wasn't enough,
0: uh-huh. There's um, more. Got ink sacks.
2: They shoot ink.
0: <sighs> yep.
2: They they shoot ink as kind of a defense mechanism. And it is, uh, it says here that most octopuses can eject a thick blackish ink to in a large cloud to escape, aid in escaping from predators. The main coloring agent of the ink is melanin, same chemical that gives humans their hair and skin color. So think about that, if you ever see a, an octopus doing that. It's shooting a lot of the thing that makes your skin the color it is. That's very strange. That? So Where
0: did it get that?
2: I don't know. From all the humans it eats, Sky, from
1: from the, the- uh No, from the... From the hair care aisle at Walmart.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, they crawl up into the boats to eat crabs and then also up onto the shore. <laughs> and
1: steal your just for men. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, apparently, the uh, ink cloud is also thought to re- reduce the efficiency of smelling.
0: Oh, OK.
2: Which is not great for any of us because we aren't smelling things underwater. But if you're a shark, you need that yeah. to smell where things are. Yep.
0: smells pretty important to understand oh. creatures
2: so creepy but i am going to click on ink here because oh, it's linked directly oh dang it no sky yeah i came close clicking on ink here takes me to cephalopod ink so there's a oh. whole page guys there's a whole page i just want to point this out an entire page about this weird well, weird stuff
0: i'm glad we get to learn right. a little bit more about it in depth yay so
2: scary ahead. i still
0: have a chance yeah, do. Uh, one more page, probably. Do. Go, 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 go. Written Chinese, there's Chinese awesome. characters, and they used to represent the Chinese language. Surprise. But it's a glyph language. So it's like it's it's like uh Egyptian or something, which is crazy to me. It's it's so insane to think that uh, you can learn an entire language that's just all symbols for like concepts and ideas as opposed to an alphabet. But they'd probably look at it and say, it's so crazy that you can think up uh, you know, you can read all these letters that make different weird sounds and have no real rules and uh, make into words that really don't stand for anything. <laughs> so, yeah, language is weird. Um, there is Chinese call- calligraphy on here. So oh, I'm cool. going to click on that. Oh, you know, dang. It's a race right. to the finish. Finnish pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not to All the right. language finish. That would be weird.
1: Um, so, cephalopod ink.
2: So cephalopod ink, guys, get uh, get this though. They they uh, some octopuses and squid, I guess, uh, can use this very specifically. I usually think of like the ink cloud as just like a giant smoke screen. And poof, gone, you know? Yeah,
0: uh, like uh, area of effect. They almost like propel themselves away with it.
2: So you would think that, and some of them do that. But one of the things that some of them will do is make little false bodies. So it'll shoot tiny jets of ink that are a little bit thicker mm-hmm. and that hold their shape. And you know, it looks like an octopus that is kind of amorphous. And, a big ball of snot. Uh, yeah, basically. That's insane. So yeah. it will do this multiple times, like in different directions like in a bunch of different directions. So the Predator, oh yeah, and then it changes its color into the color of the ink and swims alongside it.
0: Sure, just for added, you know.
2: Yeah. So so the Predator, suddenly you think you're fighting one octopus and suddenly there's 10. Uh, They call these things pseudomorphs, these little octopus-shaped ink ink jets. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Uh, They're roughly the same volume and look similar to the cephalopod that released them. And I, I like that they put this in here Many predators have been observed attacking them mistakenly, mistakenly allowing the cephalopod uh, to escape.
1: And the this, scientists just laugh and
2: laugh. Like, oh, man. Oh, that shark. You,
1: you did it again, Octopus.
2: Oh, man. It's <laughs> Never <dull>.
1: gets old.
2: <laughs> so um, beyond the ability to just um, dull, scent or dull smell because that ink actually smells differently, um, apparently, some of the inks can actually cause like irritation to uh, sensory organs for that uh, for the predator, like just outright irritate it. So hmm. you're hanging out, you're you're an eel that wants to eat the end of this octopus, and oh hey, there's this octopus, and oh my gosh, my eyes, my eyes, ah, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, end with and the R. scene,
2: yep. So, uh, yeah, apparently that works really well. Oh. At, at the bottom of this, yeah, <laughs> uh, I would like to point out that they have um, just in the bottom, uh, well, in, in, as far as like inking behaviors go, just as a single sentence, just, you know, for no, not, no other reason, octopuses have also been observed squirting ink in snails at scrab- and crabs, snails and crabs approaching their eggs. Wow. So, if you're just a little crab just hanging out, doo, 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 doo. oh my gosh, that rock! Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> just doing my thing, and all of a sudden. That, I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
1: It's a snot.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, if you're a crab, I totally get that. But a snail, dude, it's a snail. <laughs> It's going to take it three hours to get there anyway. <laughs>
0: and to get away. Like, it's going to be sucking that car for a long time. Oh, got to
2: run. <laughs> for the rest of its life. It is a bummer. <laughs> so,
1: Under so, use by humans. Yeah. It says so, that recent studies have shown that cephalopod ink is toxic to some cells, including tumor cells.
2: Oh, dang. I Whoa. didn't suggest- see that.
1: Now that's an interesting thought.
2: That is really cool.
1: Just squirting a little bit of ink on
2: <laughs> it scares the tumor. The, tumor. I mean, actually, the only, the thing,
1: only yeah, thing worse than cancer. The tumor <laughs> crawls off.
2: It's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is so disgusting. Yeah.
1: But no, actually, if they can extract something from that, that'd
2: be awesome. That is really cool. Uh, that is amazing how many things like that. And, and what was the, a couple of years ago talking about how uh, what, something in shark DNA that might be useful in uh, fighting off or in and preventing AIDS, I think was yeah. it. Uh, how cool is that? That so many cool things are coming from the ocean like that.
1: But are we prepared to be shark people?
2: No. We,
0: this is the prelude to to street sharks. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I, was, I was thinking the same thing. It was it
1: was an omen.
0: <laughs> oh man.
2: Well, anyway. So, so where so are you gonna go, Kyle? Where, got where am ink I there? gonna go? You got Cephalopod Inc. has, as its name suggests. Been used in the past as ink and it's linked. Ink uh, is linked. Indeed, the Greek name for a cuttlefish and the taxonomic name of a cuttlefish genus sepia is associated with the brown color for cuttlefish ink. Cool. How weird is that, by the way. Uh just just as an aside, we usually only use octopus ink for cooking now. Which okay, is not the thing that I would have expected us to use it for. Yeah. No.
0: Maybe it's like in bad cooking, so you can't smell it anymore. <laughs> yeah.
2: In uh, they use it for food coloring and flavoring in pasta and sauces. And
1: they, and they make a point to tell you that they get it from like the dead versions of the animals, so there's not as much mucus in it as there might be in other points of its life.
2: Where so there you go, get, everyone. They don't just go around scaring octopuses. Yep. Good night. Uh, although, um, <laughs> although as as bad of jerks as octopuses are i might not be oba- i might not be upset about that all right sky chinese
0: calligraphy the word ink is in this
2: oh is it really
0: all over the place 45 times wow it is not linked a single oh.
2: time <laughs> What?
0: someone yeah. had one job uh, so <laughs> chinese <What>? calligraphy yeah <laughs> It's basically what you think it is. It's writing all fancy in Chinese letters. Pretty sweet. Uh, um, but the materials and stuff that they use are insane. Of course, they have a brush, right? You've mm-hmm. seen that. They have paper. Paper nowadays is frequently sold together with a paperweight and a dust pad. That's all. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, of course, there's special types of paper used. It's made from like rice, um, bamboo, hemp, and so it's all kind of. Yeah, stuff you would associate with with Chinese culture, but it's crazy that they made paper out of rice and junk. Okay. Yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, they had so much of it. Yeah, paperweights. <laughs> paperweights are used, which totally makes sense. You know, you you want a really clean uh, brush stroke. You don't want the paper moving at all. Desk pads. There's a desk pad, and that's a pad made of felt. There's some are printed with grids on both sides, so it can be placed under the translucent paper, and it can just oh, so can... kind of guide. Yeah, almost Neat. like uh, like in you know. Element yeah, yeah, yeah. elementary school, elementary.
2: <laughs> Aw, <laughs> uh, you guys don't have to change your way of speaking for me.
0: Um, I I just know you don't like. You know, I'm a prescriptivist. I I know you don't know what I mean when I say elementary, <laughs> so I have to say elementary.
2: We should know time. better.
0: The only podcast, <laughs> <the> only podcast <laughs> that takes pokes at, at prescriptivists. Uh, oh, we're so cool. Um.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: so there's only, <laughs> these printed pads are only used by students because if you're awesome, you're not going to use a desk pad, right? <laughs> right. We're done with elementary school. like. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the ink and ink stick. So there's the ink is made from lamp block, which is suit and binders, and comes in ink sticks. Okay. You rub them with water on an ink stone until the right consistency is achieved. So you have, it's like a balancing thing. It's not like, it's not like you get, you know, the ink pre-made or you make a batch of it. Each time you are about to sit down and do this, you know, awesome calligraphy, you are mixing, you know, your, your ink and you do the calligraphy and then you have to mix more and it needs to be consistent, you know, in your, in the part, in the work you're doing to actually be, you know, as high quality as they want it to be.
2: Holy cow.
0: Yeah. It sounds like a lot of work. That sounds um, amazing. Yeah, and they're they're actually they're they're much higher quality. They're considered to be much higher quality because chemical inks will bleed over time, and so these scrolls that you see, you know, hanging up in museums and stuff,
2: oh, are man. original
0: because they are such high quality, and they they aren't like like our sharp sharpies are going to fade. <laughs> they're not going to stick around. <laughs> um,
2: Nothing sharpie can stay. It says le- learning. <laughs>
0: I am 12 years old. Learning to rub the ink is an essential part of calligraphy study. <laughs> um, traditionally, Chinese calligraphy is written only in black ink, but modern calligraphers some, sometimes use other colors.
2: Wow. Um,
0: Push in the envelope. Teachers use a bright orange or red ink with which they write practice characters, and the students have to trace them. Mm. Or they use it to correct students' work, which isn't far fetched from well. the usual red ink. Um, oh wow, yep, so there's this ink stone, right? That's what you uh it's an it's like an oblong stone and it has a well in it, and you put some water in there, and you can kind of rub the ink that way the ink the ink stick in there that way okay. and kind of create and it mixes with the water and you you create the ink that way um it says here that they're made from stone ceramic, or clay from the banks of the yellow river specifically the yellow river so apparently that's something special about that
2: well it's a pretty big river it's Mm -hmm. not like they couldn't find a lot (laughs) i I, I mean in in fairness
1: yeah that is true Uh, i guess i should go find another river it's not like there's this (laughs) huge river that's right next to me
2: right next to all of china China. (laughs) yeah
0: oh it's so gross don't go into the yellow river oh really yeah it's really gross (laughs) Uh, at least the part i was in like you said it's a big it's a big river um, Chinese inkstones are highly prized as art objects and are they have an extensive bibliography dedicated to their history and appreciation. So that's kind of a, a thing that people like to collect and admire.
2: That's really cool.
0: So yeah, I thought that was interesting that it's just this... I mean, you would expect it, right? It's a high art. It's what what makes it is going to be important. So
2: I would like to point out, though, just to piggyback off of that, uh, did you guys hear the news recently that um, China is... Banning puns, making puns. Oh, is it China? It's China.
0: Yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah.
2: And part of the problem is that, okay, so written Chinese with they're they're taking kind of a prescriptivist view, mm-hmm. essentially in saying that uh, one of the problems with written Chinese the way it is right now, not problems quote unquote but younger people essentially are thinking of these characters less as their intended meaning. Yeah and more thinking of them as like emoji like and, slang yeah and it's changing the meanings of these words that mm-hmm. are uh just really layered and layered in history and it, and it because this word happens to look like a dude hanging right. out or like in a subway or something like that mm-hmm. and uh oh yeah are, totally they are getting really upset about this because it ends up making these real this really complicated wordplay mhm and uh, it's changing the language drastically. And uh, there are people who are in China who are not so thrilled about that. And so they've kind of outlawed in, in print and media. I don't exactly know how they're enforcing it or in what way, mm-hmm. but puns are disallowed entirely. Right? Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Like that would be even more of, a, that would happen even, even you know, more quickly and drastically in a language that is working in glyphs and like yes. the abstract idea is already there. Like it's already abstract, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not even that it stands for a specific really word. Um, it stands for an idea. So it's already yes. there. Like you can already, you know, yeah. us, we have to, sh- yeah, like the written words, you know, especially yes. these days because we, we communicate, you know, almost exclusively in the written I- word these days over yes. the internet. It takes it, you have to, you have to, it almost has to force its way in to the <laughs> writing and the way that we write things, but they, they are just, it's already there.
1: I mean, you yeah. can almost argue that the creation of the language itself was sort of puns, too. Yeah. Like, oh, this kind of looks like this, so this is going to mean this now.
2: Well, mm-hmm. and it's weird how, how many of those words do actually end up, lo- or I'm sorry, how many of those glyphs do actually end up looking like full on, uh, I don't want to know, I don't want to say like, I guess, pictographs, uh, like they do actually look like they have that secondary meaning beyond whatever that word means. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting to point out. Uh, I'm interested to see where they go with that because I I can't imagine an entire society living without puns. I mean, that sounds awful to me. I, I couldn't. <laughs> that is I, your nightmare. I would. It is. I, I wouldn't be able to survive. <laughs>
1: Running from the pun
0: stoppo all the time. See, that does sound. Like oh no, that's a
2: pun. Yeah, see what you did, Tim. Oh no,
0: this is like the the it's too hard. It's supposed <laughs> me of the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, like the Phone Police.
2: The Phone Police? Never
0: mind. Nobody watches Are You Afraid of the Dark?
2: So I'm many. sorry, I didn't. I wasn't allowed to watch that as a kid. Yeah, because uh-huh. it was scary. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Essentially, if you made a prank call, like the Phone Police showed up and took you to jail.
2: Dang. Oh. That's pretty sweet though.
0: <laughs> I'm clicking on ink stick because well, I I've, I've lost.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ink sticks are cool. Yeah, they are. Like One they, now. They're like Kyle, like when you picture when you picture an ink stick, you probably picture just a rod of
2: I I think of ink. uh charcoal. I think of a little charcoal bar. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like what you would use? Yeah, a little charcoal stick.
0: But this is an ink stick.
2: That's that's not a knife. <laughs>
0: that's not a knife? This is a knife.
2: This is whoa! Yeah. what? <laughs> and and they're just gonna destroy this?
0: Yeah, they're gonna yep, rub they're just it gonna grind up. it up.
2: Oh man, that's really cool. It is cool. That's such a okay. Yeah, that's such a, a testament to the ephemeral quality of life and the things that we create. Yep. Ah.
0: Yeah. Make <laughs> so, something beautiful out of something beautiful.
2: I know. <laughs> so the, <laughs>
0: the ink. The ink page. Yeah, we, we got to go to the ink page. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> there is a misconception that ink is non-toxic, even if swallowed. What? Uh, once ingested, ink can be hazardous to one's health. Yeah. Certain inks, such as those used in digital printers and even those found in a common pen, can be harmful. Who So ink it's does okay? not easily cause death. Inappropriate contact can cause effects such as severe headaches, skin irritation, or nervous system damage.
2: Yeah, who thinks that's all right?
1: I, I, I mean, I never thought that it was okay to to drink ink
2: you see what it But does i never to paper. thought it was
1: particularly
2: harmful i mean if it can do that to to, to paper why wouldn't it be able to ah i yeah I, I can't imagine anyone thinking that that's okay
1: so you know don't bite your pen
2: please don't do that don't bite your pen nope. yeah geez
1: do you guys remember anything from our podcast <laughs> do not bite pens don't bite your pen
2: and stay away from octopuses. Oh my gosh!
1: Yes. So yeah. So thanks for joining us on our journey from red pandas to whatever else we did. Because so all n- the red
2: pandas matter.
0: Features. You yep. can find us on Twitter. Yep. At WSKBCast.
1: You can also find us on Blogspot at WSKBCast.blogspot.com.
2: You could search for us on Facebook. Uh, just by we should know better because there's a different show by a different name, I guess, and we yeah. didn't get that. They and get we. That
1: has the blogzers the, or we're on blogger I'm sorry
2: we're on tumblr
1: we're on tumblr well not only am I not cute I am wrong <laughs> we're on tumblr <laughs> well, and the tumblr does nothing
2: Tim you are <laughs> cute but anybody good. wants me to update the I'll tumblr
0: updates. tell me <laughs> tweet, tweet wsgbcast and I'll update the dumb tumblr <laughs> hashtag update the tumblr <laughs> Yes.
2: Also, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. More importantly, where you can actually oh, yes. listen to the show.
0: This is the first like. This is the first podcast we've had since being on Sw- Stitcher. 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 But yes, uh, and I guess that's the thing for Androids. Like, if it's basically the the preferred podcasting app for Android. So sweet. You can find us on there, and you can also find us on iTunes. You can leave us a review on either of those things, and that would be awesome to do. Do it. Uh, we actually have enough now that it shows the stars, and we are five <gasps> stars. We are the best what? you can get. What? Yeah. So, really? so think about that for a second. <laughs> think about that.
2: <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that before.
0: Let that reflect how podcasting works. <laughs> the state of podcasting. <laughs> I'm.
2: I'm so proud of us, guys.
0: We've done good work. Um, yeah. We've also switched to a biweekly thing, which we probably yeah. should have mentioned earlier. Um. Uh. But yeah, that's just because. All of us have been busy. Cause cause, quite honestly, we're running out of things on Wikipedia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. We did not
1: think it would go this quick, but man, yeah,
2: every page is just Walt Disney, guys. Yeah. Walt Disney and and and, and World War Two. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. but you know maybe. I think it'll just be kind of a loose thing where if we decide, you know, oh, this week, you know, even though we did one last week, we can we can fit one in this week, you know. Totally, yeah. Because we still like doing it. I was oh, excited sh- to get to to get to hang out with you guys. I yeah, had enough to fun. take time out of all this moving stuff I have to do and
2: and sit yeah, on a
0: floor in a paint-filled room.
2: I really got to get you out of that room.
0: Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> remember, to
1: crack a window and don't bite your pen.
2: And stay away from octopuses for crying out loud! Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty annoying. easy though. I think I would say
2: you would th- you would think so, Tim. But they climb Hello. onto the boats.
1: Well, like you're you're passing some like you know exotic marketplace, and you pass a tank, and suddenly a a tendril just shoots out at you, wraps around your arm.
2: They have they are really good at problem solving. They're so good at problem solving, and so many- the problem is you. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Uh, <laughs> good
1: night, everybody.
0: Good
2: night. All right, so he's still going at it.
1: Can't um, hear it anymore, though.
2: I was going to say, he's on the back of the house, I think. Yeah. If we want to give it a shot, I think we're right to go. Let's just do okay.
1: it. Okay. All Let's right. Let's do it. Go, go, go. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we recklessly endanger ourselves uh, by hitchhiking on Wikipedia. Uh, I am the host tonight, Tim. Okay. And with me, as always, is... Oh, we screwed it up.
2: It was <laughs> the pause. I'm oh, sorry. it's been so long. Go on. Let's start that again. Yes.
1: Welcome to We Should Know Better. And I'm, I'm Sky.
0: Bad.
2: Damn. <laughs> you guys are the best. <laughs>
1: We've been trying to wreck this show for for twenty what twenty four episodes now. This
0: is the twenty sixth.
1: Twenty
2: six? Are you We've serious?
0: We've almost been doing Wait. this for half a year,
1: and people are still listening to it. We don't know what we need to do. This is amazing.
2: How do we free ourselves? <laughs> We've done this for half a year. I keep sabotaging
0: the audio quality. It <laughs> just
2: doesn't work. Look, all we want to do is make our 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 podcast about bird calls. That's all we want to do. Yes. Cheer, cheer, cheer. Ooey! ooh ooh!
0: So. So. <laughs> Let's anyway. Do Let's do it for real.
2: Yes. Hang on, I'm going to mute myself. <sighs> and.
1: He said go after he muted himself. What a dummy. Oh, he's not muting himself back to laugh.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> okay i had to find the button <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're getting all the giggles out this is good um,
2: all right okay um, here we go
0: we have to hurry because i'm feeling oh. very good okay we <laughs> tired